All right, let's get right into this. Let's see. The main main uh, story today is President Biden, the asterisk the asterisk president, uh, admits that invasion of Ukraine is imminent. That's what he said out loud. All right. And Monday he put 8,500 troops. He placed them on heightened alert to deploy. Okay, that's pretty pretty serious stuff. There, it really is. Uh, we've got Harris and Blinken going out. Harris, the vice president, and Blinken, the uh, secretary of state, going out, and and Biden too, with some pretty pretty. Um, well, I don't know. The language language is not. Uh, believe me, Harris isn't dreaming this up. But they're saying there will be severe consequences. All of them are saying that. So they're they're on a war footing right now. They really are. We're we're uh, we're on the verge of something here now. I'm going to get into this a little bit later because it, it seems like it's a little late to be worried about this. But uh, I'll talk about that later. I want to bring you up, you know, kind of walk you through this. Because is it a coincidence? I mean, or is it just me that the invasion of Ukraine is um, <laughs> happens to be a country where Hunter Biden and Joe Biden made uh, millions of dollars? Uh, Hunter Biden, his son, of course, uh, working for a natural gas pipeline or company. In Ukraine, he was on the board of directors, never attended a, a meeting, okay? Never attended a, a board meeting, but made $85,000 a month through the influence of his father, who was the vice president, who was in charge of the Ukraine during the, Bush, or during the Obama administration. Now, Joe being in charge of Ukraine and it turning out in t- to be a disaster while he's president is just poetic justice, if you ask me. Because this was his job. When, Ob- when Obama was in office, when he was vice president, Obama gave him the duty of taking care and being in charge of Ukraine. And it's been a disaster ever since. Yeah. Now, he made mi- and, you know, they both made millions, millions of dollars. And then Biden goes in and threatens the president. And then, and then when they get caught, when Hunter gets caught, basically, well, he didn't get caught personally, but the company he worked for was up on corruption charges, okay? And they were looking at them on corruption. And there was a prosecutor, and, and you probably know this. If you don't, I, I, I forgive me for going over it again. But there was a prosecutor in Ukraine who was going after this, this company. And I'm not going to come up with the names. I can't remember them uh, off the top of my head. But Hunter Biden worked for him supposedly, was getting paid by them. And then I, I, I'm assuming passing part of the money along to, to the big guy, which is what he used, the very words he used in an email and some uh, uh, text or, uh, telephone messages. He said, got to give the big guy 10%. So I don't know if you, first thing, thing I'm thinking of is the big guy's Joe, his dad. So, but that all went away. We all got rid of that. And then we went after uh, Trump for asking the president of Ukraine to look into this this problem. Okay, he didn't threaten him with withholding money, but we went after Trump when we tried to impeach him for a quid pro quo, which in fact is exactly what Biden did when he threatened the president with withholding a billion dollars of guaranteed uh, money if the prosecutor wasn't fired. Now this is the same prosecutor that was looking into his son and the company he worked for, for corruption. Now, call me wacky, but is that not a 
not a coincidence. Okay? I, I find that funny that Joe is in charge of this place. No one, no one wants to bring that up in the media. Have you noticed that? No one mentions that Joe was in charge of Ukraine back during the Obama administration. That's, I find that really wild, that, that a seasoned, trained journalist would not bring that up. That, hey, maybe we're in this position today because Joe was an idiot 10 years ago, just like he's an idiot today. I don't know. I think it, it warrants a look at. What do you think? Okay, now, you've got, right now, you've got a floundering presidency. I mean, the wheels are they're just about to come off, okay? We've got, he's, he's threatening Russia with sanctions. Person, he's actually threatening Putin with personal sanctions. First of all, I don't believe you can do that. I, I think there's an international law that prevents that, from what I understand. and. If you do throw sanctions at Russia, you know who's going to suffer? It's not going to be Putin. When's the last time, when's the last time somebody in charge uh, actually uh, you know, was, was affected by sanctions? It never happened. It never happened in Iran. It never happened in Iraq. It's never happened. It didn't happen in Afghanistan. The, the elite always, always survive. They figure a way out, a way around the, uh, the sanctions. That's what they always do. That they always do that. Uh, North Korea. I mean, sanctions against them. That 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 little sawed-off little sob. I mean, he still he still eats well, lives like a king. You think Russia's? You think you think Putin's going to take a hit on this? No, he's not. It's going to be the people of Russia. And then what you're going to do is you're going to piss off the people of Russia. They're going to hate the United States over this. The people in Iraq hated the United States for this. Hundreds of thousands of babies died because of things that they did over there. Iran, same thing. Afghanistan, they couldn't stand us. All right? So we got a floundering presidency. We really do. Uh, you know, they're, they know Biden's weak. I mean, this is a total disaster. It really is. You know, and to try and reinstate the sanctions that you actually removed from Russia as soon as you came into office is hilarious. Okay, you removed them, and now you want to put them back. And Germany's not on board with this. Half of Europe isn't even on board with this. They don't want a war in their backyard, and I don't blame them. Not to mention the fact that if they cut off natural gas to Eastern Europe, a lot of people are going to freeze to death this, you know, in the winters. Okay, so you can't get Germany on board. You can't get. I mean, France. We're all we're all dragging our feet on this. And I'll tell you another thing. If, if this would not be happening if Trump was in office, I can tell you right now this would not be happening. It just wouldn't. He would put his foot down. He would make a deal. He would call Putin. They would talk this over. They would work out a deal. I, I, I firmly believe that if Trump was in office, you and I would not be reading headlines like this, that we're on the verge of war with another nuclear power, nuclear power, okay? So when your Democratic friends and people who are, are left-leaning want to talk about how great this guy is and how it's, you know, uh, he's just a, you know, he likes ice cream and he's a nice guy and he's not a, you know, a, a mean old man and he's not, you know, orange man bad. I got news for you. This wouldn't be happening if Trump was still there. So remember that, Dems. Remember that, a including a lot of people I know. 
we wouldn't be in this position. We wouldn't be here. It, it, it amazes me the things that would not be happening right now if Trump was still in office. Would COVID be solved? I don't know. I, I think we'd be in the same position we're in today. You know, because you still got Fauci there. Now, would Trump have filed, fired Fauci? I think he probably would have at some point. If he didn't, he's an idiot. Okay, this guy needs to go. You know, I got a, a little bit to say about that later, but uh, now I want to make sure we're clear on this. The military is used for one thing, two things, actually. Two things and two things only. It's used to kill people and blow shit up. Plain and simple. They're not humanitarians. They're not nice guys. They're trained to kill. That's what they're trained to do. Now, do you think that they're going to go in there? I mean, what, what do you think they're going to do? They're going to make a mean face? No, no. You start, you started, you started deploying soldiers into Western Europe or Western uh, Ukraine to try and push back an Eastern front that the Russians are pushing forward, you're going to have, you're going to, people are going to die. Going to be civilians, going to be American soldiers who didn't need to be over there in the first place. And and then in a place that I swear to God, 90% of the people in America couldn't pick out on a map. Okay. This is strategic to no one. It really isn't. If you wanted to, you should have years ago during the Obama administration, admitted, forced NATO to admit Ukraine into NATO. Okay, that would have solved this. But the problem is, you've got Russia going, hey, we need a buffer zone. We can't have your nuclear warheads right on our coast, and I, and I, right on our border. And I can't, I can't blame them, okay? We wouldn't like it if Mexico allowed Russia or China to set up nuclear ICBMs uh, just south of Laredo, Texas, okay? There would be hell to pay over that, okay? Now, we didn't like them when they put them in Cuba, so why would we like them if they put them in Mexico? So I can see his point to some degree. And first, and secondly, this is none of our business. There is a huge swath of Russians, Russian uh, uh, people with Russian lineage, Russians living in Ukraine, okay? And they're pushing back against the Ukrainian military there's actually been an invasion going on look bottom line is we russia invaded ukraine in 2014 if you know anything about history and you've looked it up they've already invaded they have troops there now it's a proxy war going on okay you've got you've got eastern Ukra ukrainian separatists that are fighting against russian separatists. It's a proxy war. I mean, half of Ukraine is under Russian control right now. This whole thing about lining up soldiers across the border is all nonsense. He's already there. He could send these people in tomorrow and no one would care. It's not going to be some super battle going on on the border. It's not. He already has people there. Okay? So, you've got a nitwit in charge. You've got uh, the presidency. You've got a nitwit in charge. You've got an even bigger nitwit who is the vice president. And you've got warmongers in the Secretary of State's position, uh, you know, Chief of Staff, on down the list of advisors. These people want a war. 
Because, look, COVID was the only thing that Biden had going for him. Okay, he had a positive spin on that. His, his polling was positive to some degree. He's 20 points underwater now in COVID. People are finding it, this is ending. It really is. You know, I, I, and I also find it funny, and I think I'm along with a lot of people. I find it funny that Biden is so worried about the Ukraine eastern border, but he doesn't, you don't hear a peep about the southern border in the United States. Why not send this military down to the southern border and end this thing? Okay? Put them up at the southern border. I'd say send those 8,500 troops to our southern border, not the eastern border of, of uh, Ukraine. That's just my, my twist on it. And, and here's the problem. Here's the biggest problem of all. The Biden administration has painted itself into a corner. It's, for years, it's been proclaiming that Russia is the evil and the bad guy and, and Trump's friend and Trump's a puppet, you know, and they, they swayed the 2016 election. You talk to Hillary Clinton, she'll say the Russians were involved. Okay, so now they're having to double down. So now they're doing Russian warmongering. They're pointing the finger at it and say, this is the bad guy right here. Okay, and, and here's the weird thing. We have no way to push back. We really don't. We have a woke military right now. Okay, we're firing soldiers for not getting vaxxed. We've got, we, we're more worried about inclusion and transgender surgeries for soldiers than we are fighting. Okay, so we've got a military that is not capable of taking these guys out. It really isn't. And what is it doing in, 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 as a uh, aside? China's getting big balls. They're looking at Taiwan going, we may be able to pull this off. Now, Japan will get involved in that, and they've got a pretty good military. So that could turn into a quagmire and a, and a disaster as well. You know, uh, now, Russia's saying they, they'll push back if Americans take action. Wow, how about that? They're, they're actually saying that. Say, hey, you come in, we're going to take action. What's that mean? I don't know. I don't think I want to know. Okay? So this all goes back to the Obama-Biden administration. They screwed the pooch a long time ago. 2010, maybe, this all went sideways, okay? And now it's coming home to roost. Now, you'd been better off arming Ukraine 20 years ago. You really would have. You, that's, that's what you should have done. You know, this is going to be a disaster, and there are people who are going to pay with their lives. I, I fully believe that. Whether it's a limited excursion, like he calls it, are if we go to war, if we go to war, which we won't, we'll call it a conflict or an in, incursion or some nonsense, so Congress doesn't have to get involved. But Obama and Biden are responsible for this, 100% responsible for this. They started this mess. Obama didn't have any balls, and Biden was an idiot. And Obama put Biden in charge of Ukraine. And, and in Obama's very words, he'll tell you. Never underestimate Joe's ability to fuck things up. He said that out loud. So it's coming home to roost right now. And you and I are going to watch it play out on, on TV. And I think one of the reasons we're doing this is because the polling is so low for Biden right now. Easiest way to get people's minds off that is start a war. It's always been that way. You look back at history, that's the first thing they do. Yeah. And I mean, look at the failures we've had. Look at the failures. How many embassies were closed under Trump? Zero, okay? In the first year of the Biden administration, we've had two embassies have to close. Afghanistan was a damn disaster. 
You know, the Taliban literally right now is a major military uh, uh, player in the Middle East because of all the stuff we left behind. It's ridiculous. We're playing politics and we're not doing our job. That's what Biden is. He's doing, he's playing politics and so is his whole staff and all of his advisors. They're not doing their job. They haven't done their job since they took office. I mean, all we can talk about is January 6th. Oh, my God, please. I, really? They, these guys are a bunch of losers. This is going to go nowhere, as it always does when they pull up something like this. January 6th, who cares? Who cares? It was a, it was a riot. It got out of hand. So what? Never mind that we got uh, uh, entire cities burning during the, during the uh, summer. You know, but uh, mostly peaceful protests. Yeah, I, I, I'm so sick of hearing about January 6th, I couldn't. I'm almost as sick of hearing about that as I am COVID. Yeah, that's how bad it's getting. Tired of hearing it. Tired of hearing it. So, uh, the thing, the bottom line here is, come November, we're going to have to punish the Dems, the Rhinos, and the Neocons. They need to go out. They need to be punished. And also the uh, Biden administration, they're, they're a little worried about this 2022 election. And the reason I say that is because if you've looked at the news aggregators, and what I mean by the news aggregators, um, sites that, that show several news articles, it's kind of like Drudge Report, that kind of that thing, where they just aggregate stories. And you'll, you'll see the same story over and over again. And uh, I, I'm noticing this. And what it is, it's, it's Democrats uh, using the journalists of America instead of them doing their job. They're, they're being given their marching orders, and they're, they're using the same story over and over again. They're trying to get everybody on Team Biden again. That's what they're doing. His polling numbers are so bad that they're trying to convince everybody that, hey, guys, it's just the first quarter of the Biden presidency. It's just one year. We shouldn't worry about this. We've got, some, we've, we, we've got a lot to do, and we've got a lot of time to do. You know, the whole thing. Don't worry. Everything's fine. Don't, who are you going to believe, me or your lying eyes, right? Okay. So we've had some, that, that's what they're doing. And, and all I can say to that is, let's go Brandon, right? I mean, really. They've had major diplomatic failures. This, this administration is an abject failure. And it's not going to get any better. And I hope that you and I don't pay a price for this. We're already paying a price at the grocery stores, but I mean a price of, you know, terrible consequences is what I'm saying. I, I really hope we don't have that. And I, and I am, the jury's still out, believe me. All right. Now I want to, I want to go over, uh, remind you, I, I'm going to change my format a little bit in the coming days. I'm going to have a, a intro and an outro uh, attached to this. It, just something to kind of spice it up a little bit. And then I'm still going to do the, the uh, news stories, but I may have some, a little bit of changes on that too. So we'll see what happens over the next, in the next week. Uh, this is the uh, uh, news roundup right quick. Uh, number one story that I think is important is the, uh, the FBI is searching a center uh, for COVID control uh, headquarters in, uh, I, I'm not sure where it was at. And that really isn't, that's not relevant to the, to the story. But what's funny is the FBI is searching a COVID Control headquarters? What, what, what are you kidding me? I, we've got massive election fraud. We've got real hate groups. We've got fire bombings. We've got arsons of federal buildings. I think maybe we ought to go after that. Just a thought. Just a thought. 
I mean, the FBI, talk about low-hanging fruit. I guarantee nobody's going to shoot back at the COVID control headquarters. So I, I, think, that's, I think that's pathetic. And that is uh, the head of the FBI. Uh, he should be replaced as well. I think you should put him number six on my list of people to fire in the Biden administration. Uh, let's see. Now, number two. Now, I want to. This is something that kind of goes along with my the main story today. And there's been a war going on in Ukraine for mm, what seven years? Yeah, Russia's already there. They've already invaded. They invaded in 2014, and they took control of about half of Ukraine, which today they're fighting for. And it goes back and forth. It's called it's called the war in Donbass, I believe, is is D O N B A S S. This has been going on forever. This was under the Obama administration. So we've had 29 ceasefires. Um, it started in July of 2014. Well, actually, actually earlier than that, um, what happened was that, you remember that Malaysian Flight 17 was shot down in, in July of 2014? That's what kind of started this mess. And, and, well, it was involved in this mess. And it, it really got front page news because of this Malaysian flight, which, isn't that funny, Malaysia? What is it with Malaysian flights? They get shot down, they get lost, that's really weird. But anyway, this has been going on for a long time. So don't let anybody kid you, Russia's already invaded Ukraine, and they, and they control about half of it. This is basically a civil war. It's the Russians against the Ukrainian government. That's, that's basically what this is. So when they say that all these troops are lined up along the border, they're not going to be having a border war. This is going to be within the country because this has been going on for a long time. So I just want to make sure we're clear on that because most people think that this is like the United States setting up uh, their military on the, on the uh, northern border and we're going to invade Canada and Canada's just on the other side too and the DMZ is the border. That's not how this works. This has already been, in, Ukraine's already been invaded and the Russians have been there for a long time. So just want to make sure that's clear. If you've got any questions about it, just look up, look up, look, boy, some days I think I, maybe I've had a slight stroke. Look up war in Donbass, and that's a D-O-N-B-A-S-S. So they give you some idea how long this has been going on. And this was under the Biden, or well, Obama-Biden administration when this took place. So they, they, they've been failures forever, but nobody wants to talk about that. And certainly nobody mentioned the fact that the Russians had invaded Ukraine back in 2014 because we didn't want that problem. No, we were, we were more interested in having a black guy in the White House, and that's another story completely. Oh, let's see, number three, story number three. Elton John has COVID. So what is all I can say? Why is this even a story? This guy is a has-been. He's over the hill. This is like Mick Jagger getting it. Who cares? Okay, their, their time has come and gone. Elton John is he's more trouble than he's worth. He's an overweight, well, he's not even middle-aged, he's, he's elderly. You know, who cares? Who cares? Why is this even a story? Okay. Uh, number four. Uh, they're talking about personal sanctions. Biden's talking about personal sanctions against Putin. Well, first of all, as I said before, sanctions never hurt the guy that you're after. They never do, especially when he's the president or whatever. These guys are, these guys are going to get what they want no matter what. The Russian people will suffer. That's how this works, okay? Because if it doesn't, if it doesn't affect them directly, it's going to affect them as far as their economy is concerned, okay? Yeah, so 
you can't, first of all, it's against the law, I think, to do this. So Biden's going to have a hard time doing this, and, and it's not going to work anyway. It's the same thing. It's, it's like weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. I mean, it's all, it's all smoke and mirrors. This, this has nothing to do with reality. So when you hear him say that, that's a waste of time. That's nothing but propaganda. So forget it. Forget it. Just dismiss what he says, yeah, which is easily done anymore. Uh, let's see. Number five, Nancy Pelosi is announcing she's, going, she's running for re-election. Uh, you ever heard the story about people who worked at a company and they embezzled and they stole money and the only way they could cover it up is if they never took a vacation? That's what this is. Okay? Nancy doesn't want to leave because all the, all the skeletons are going to be released from the closet. They're going to find out what this woman's been doing over the past 20 years. So that's what this is about. It has nothing to do with her wanting to. And she doesn't work that much anyway. I mean, that, that's, talk about a, a, a gravy job. You know, I mean, even if you do work, it's usually, what, Tuesday, through, and you, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then you leave early Thursday. And that's if you're in session. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares what Nancy Pelosi's going to do? She, her, her district is a bunch of woke, idiot lefties. They'd vote for her no matter what. So, fine. Nancy can, I hope Nancy dies in office. I really do. She, she does nothing but help the, Demo, the Republican Party. That, that, is no, that is no kidding. Yeah. Uh, let's see, number six. Biden, Biden's polling numbers turn negative on every single issue. <clears throat> every single issue. He's negative on. Now, that's why there's this, this damage control on these news aggregates you can, you can notice. They're trying to convince everybody who's a, who's a Democratic voter that everything's going to be just fine. This is early in the game. Yeah, well, I got news for you. That's not going to happen because I, some people don't believe his numbers are going to go lower. I believe they can. <clears throat> I really do. Uh, let's see. Number seven, FDA rescinds emergency use authorization for two monoclonal treatments used for coronavirus because of adverse effects. Well, isn't that funny? We're worried about adverse effects in a treatment, but we don't care about the millions of adverse effects from the vaccine. I find that suspect. I don't know about you, but I do. Yeah, I think we've got an ulterior motive here is what I think we, I think they want you to believe the only way to remedy this situation is to get the vaccine. Okay. Now, this is, a, this is a vaccine that's experimental, first of all. It's an experimental vaccine, and they want you to take it, no questions asked. There's no other recourse. Ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, all of those are nonsense, even though they've been around for generations. That won't work, but an experimental drug will. I find that suspect. If that doesn't prove to you that this is some kind of a ruse, I don't know what does. Because if you're not going to talk about the millions of adverse effects from the vaccine, and you're going to, you're going to actually uh, say that the reason we're going to ban the emergency treatment, which is a treatment, mind you, because of a few adverse effects, that tells you all you need to know, okay? Because these people are evil to the core. Fauci should be fired tomorrow. I can't say it enough. This guy needs to go. You need to get people in there who actually know science and know medicine. Not a bureaucrat making more money than any other uh, government worker in, in American history. Okay? This guy is a scumbag. So, I don't believe a word of this. And the FDA, the FDA ought to be ashamed of this. They really should. 
Uh, let's see. Number eight. In, I guess, kind of in uh, a side story of uh, the president calling Peter Ducey a son of a bitch, uh, CNN couldn't stand it. Acosta from CNN. You remember him? The guy that Trump used to go toe-to-toe with all the time. <clears throat> and Acosta did everything but call him a white supremacist. You know, it, you remember him. Yeah, Acosta. Okay. Well, he's, he's comparing being uh, made fun of by Trump to physical abuse. Okay. He, they didn't have anything else to do that day, I guess, on CNN. And they just dreamt this up. Because Acosta, what a, the bedwetter, Mr. Bedwetter, Acosta. Yeah. Yeah. He's saying that, that Trump making fun of him was the equivalent of being physically abused. Oh, my God. And they wonder why nobody listens to CNN. For God's sakes. That's so pathetic. It's not even funny. Oh, man. I tell you, I'm actually embarrassed for them. If it wasn't so funny, I would be embarrassed for them. Uh, and what's funny is, you know, number nine here, uh, Biden would have an accomplishment. And this goes back to the, to the uh, statement he made about Peter Ducey, calling him a, a stupid son of a bitch, I believe is what he called him. Uh, Biden would have an accomplishment if he would, he would call the entire uh, mainstream media that. If Biden would come out and say, hey, you know what? Mainstream media, they're all a bunch of stupid sons of a bitches. I, I would say, you know what? I'll give Joe credit for that one. He's right on that. But he's not going to do that. They're his friends. They're the only ones trying to prop up this losing uh, proposition. That's, that's basically it. Uh, let's see, number 10, which I think is hilarious. And I left this one to the last because I had to laugh out loud when I heard this. Uh, Trump apparently was playing golf yesterday, and <laughs> he mentioned that he's the 45th and the 47th president of the United States. <laughs> I mean, if that's not trolling Biden and the Democratic Party, I don't know what is, because the mainstream media went crazy over that. So I just thought that was funny. I, whether you like him or not, you got to hand it to him. He's got he, he's got a way of uh, of uh, uh, Lighting the fuse, I guess is what you'd call it. So anyway, that's all I got today. And we will talk again tomorrow. Remember, it's uh, January 26th and Joe Biden is the worst president, still the worst president in American history. And let's go, Brandon.